Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas, but only one can be taken to the next stage where I haven't written what will happen at the next stage in my script. I'm Joel, a man who puts the lit in litigation, and across from me is John Harris, a man who fundamentally does not believe sport, or for that matter, exercise exists. Isn't that right, John? Yeah, I liked your joke earlier, by the way. It was good. Which one's that? The bit where you said that what we'd do with the film. That was good. Yeah, because I've really written a really funny line. (laughs) There isn't just a blank space in my script. Plus, excitingly, we are joined by comedian, podcaster, and excellent bloke, Tien and Dia. Oh, thanks. I like the last bit of that. I've never put that on my CV before. Have it? Well, no, you can, can have it. Someone That's else perfect. has said it. Is that? Do I have to? Have I become like? Have I, have I had to have qualifications to do that? An MVQ in excellent blokery. Yeah, I don't know if that's like a course or something. Because uh, I worry that I haven't taken it, and then I'm gonna like get done for like false qualifications. <laughs> have you got a reference for this? Tim? That's <laughs> it. Like, uh, sorry, it says you're excellent bloke, but um, where's the certificate? And then I'll be yeah. like, uh, reference on request, mate. Let, I'll pick up the phone. Okay, that's cool. Tino, like yeah, it. he's an excellent bloke. <laughs> yeah, see you right. later. I mean, that'll do for me if you're willing. I mean, I, I'm, I might get people to call you at yeah, awkward hours. I was going to say, how many calls am I expecting on a daily basis here, Tim? <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, there's probably no one that really wants to call to find out if I'm an excellent bloke or not. But uh, on the basis of you saying that you're yeah. with those I would, I'm going to try and get a lot of people to do it I might just set up a burner phone with a voicemail that says hi if you're calling to find out whether or not Tian is an excellent bloke I can confirm he's an excellent that's bloke good. I also really like well done the use of burner phone it just makes me feel like I'm in the wire and that's all I want in life uh, I've not seen the wire I, I only know about burner phones from my uh, previous thing, employment you do a podcast <laughs> about like film and TV culture and you haven't seen The Wire I yeah. mean, no, it's film more, but you know The Wire is like a long film a really long film in lots of parts uh, I haven't seen The Wire I haven't seen The Sopranos um, I've not seen The Sopranos, so that's fair. I can I can handle that one. I've got cool. that kind of horrific prejudice where if you haven't seen something I've seen, you're clearly a dick. But yeah. if you haven't seen something I haven't seen, it's absolutely fine. And what about if I've seen something that you haven't seen? Still a dick. <laughs> I guess it's a really lose lose situation. I mean, it's really <laughs> terrible. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm not sure that Tian is such a great bloke. You know? <laughs> 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 it was really what that was Tina was an exercise in how to call someone a dick without directly saying you're a dick so I say to you I haven't seen The Wire and you go do you know what I, do you know what people that haven't seen The Wire <laughs> they're dicks 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. It's sort of what you want is you want people to later on about two hours. <laughs> like once you've left the room. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. and there's like, oh, what? Oh, no, I'm the dick. Uh, but, I'm, but the I'm dick. not there to deal with the kind of fallout. That's clever. It's like a sort of um, time lapse dickishness, you yeah. know, or like a like a uh, an insult on delay. Yeah, you've sown the seeds of an insult, and yeah. later on that'll bloom absolutely into a horrible flower. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want. Uh, what we're here to do, instead of insinuating I'm a dick, because people are probably—I mean, if there's listeners to this, they figured that out already. They don't need to be directly told. Um, it's what they tune in for, isn't it? I, I mean, I th- you, well, well, that's a John. selling point. No, own it, man. Own it. All right. You could be an excellent dick. On your CV. <laughs> if you want, I'll get a burner phone. And, oh, this is great. Uh, this is go. excellent. Perfect. John, have you got a film for us? And I'm John, and I'm here. <laughs> TNN, what I discovered from listening to you on Hip Hop Save My Life with Ramesh is that you're a big hip hop head. So I've saved this one from Grace for you. Fantastic Beats and Where to Rhyme Them, alternative Whoa. title, Rhymes of Grindelwald. Because that's the, the the sequels. The Look at this, man! I like Fantastic Beats and Where to Find Them. That sounds amazing, doesn't it? Um, I'd still quite like it to be Eddie Redmayne because it would just be really awkward <laughs> if if it was Eddie Redmayne being as white as possible, trying to go and find out about the best hip hop in sort of nineteenth uh, century hey, London. Eddie Redman. Eddie Redman, <laughs> drop that mic. That's amazing. <laughs> right, there we go. Done. Thanks for listening. Sorted. There you go. I like that Eddie Eddie Redman, and he's got to find a series of like, well, he's got a suitcase because what's the fan, I've never seen Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, uh, but I'm he's got like a suitcase full of monsters, and then they'll yeah. run away. Yeah, and he goes to, yeah, and he goes to New York. So he's it. got a suitcase full of mixtapes. That's it. But when people but, listen to them, a creature comes to life. No, maybe, or maybe he's got to lose them on the subway in nice. New York. And then he's got to find all his fantastic beats, but people are already dropping them in all the clubs, but not giving him credit. And so Eddie Redman's got to like bust into the clubs and try and take back ownership while dropping some fierce rhymes over the top. If pushed, how bad do you think Eddie Redman would be at rapping? Horrific. I think he'd be really horrific. Yeah. Quick question for you. Who's the poshest rapper? That's a really good question. The thing is, you've got got people like uh, Mr. B, the gentleman rhymer, who is, I mean, he he calls it chap hop, but he's like a... It's not particularly my thing. He's very good, yeah, but yeah. He, he is specifically a gentleman. If you're talking like uh, kind of actual rappers, that's tricky. But like Drake, Rick, maybe? Uh, uh, Drake's Drake's pretty. I don't know. Well, I'd say he's very well middle class. Background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very true. Very true. I, like Slick Rick is not posh, but because he's got a weird. Um, because he's half English yeah. and he's got an American accent, it makes him sound a bit like Lloyd Grossman when he raps. Yeah, he does. And he better never hear this, I will die. But, <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? The so Lloyd of him. Yeah. <laughs> You're really going to like my beats. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> it does sound like Lloyd Grossman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Would you buy Slick Rick sauces if they were available in Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, well, Slick Rick's dips. That's oh. what it should be. S- slick dips. Yeah, Slick oh. dips. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah, you don't want to mess that up when saying it. Because otherwise you'll say dick slips. <laughs> Thanks, John. That's it, dick slips. Or slick dicks. <laughs> yeah. Or Slick Rick's dick slips. It's, I mean, it, there's a whole world That's of... That's a condom brand, isn't it? Yes, perfect. <laughs> slick Rick's dick slips. Slick Rick. I haven't heard of Slick... Like, Slick Rick hasn't done anything for a few years. We need to drop him a line. We can yeah. build his... Merch, good, with his merch. Condoms and sauces. <laughs> Wine them and dine them. Like. Dinner and a show. So, I, I think we've actually covered that one, but I was just going to quickly... Are we, there's no magic involved. Oh, I mean, you could always have an alternative... You could have an alternative where they magic beats up, but then that make me want to kill someone. It sounds like let's make a hip-hop film for kids, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Red Man magics up some beats, and then a dog does a rap. Like, it would be that sort of thing, wouldn't it? Keep talking. 
<laughs> to be fair, for rapper, the rapper was a dog, and he oh, was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's change this. Animated film where Ed, Eddie, Eddie Redman, who happens to be, what, uh, what animal would he be? Uh, I'm thinking a sort of possum or something. And a he's. Fox. A fo- a ginger fox. fox. Oh, nice. And then yeah. the red man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, that's very good. Um, and then, <laughs> but then I feel like he should be played by Lawrence Fox. But yeah, alright. <laughs> Eddie Redman the fox. Oh, that's weird. You don't, right. you don't, they don't have to. Like. If Lawrence Fishburne was in this, he wouldn't have to be a fish. Come on, man. What are you doing? Why are you breaking the rules? Why would you break the rules? If Lawrence Fishburne, he's got to be a fish that's on fire. <laughs> that's how he's got to be. You either play by the rules a or you don't. A rapping fish that's also on fire. Mate, I'm actually preferring this idea. Don't feel like more <laughs> we've actually just come to pitch one film today. <laughs> this is great. You're doing a great this is, job. Well, we've got the trilogy. We've got the... <laughs> yeah. Do you want one from me? Yes, please. Uh, this comes from Ella. It's a bad day to die hard. Oh, because it's a good day. Yeah, because there's the Die Hard film, A Good Day to Die Hard, which insists that like all the stars aligned on that day. And for Bruce Willis, it was like generally quite a good day to kind of get shit done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on this, like he's got you know he's got Dentist some bills to pay, he's got his tax return to file, and he's just like, this is a fucking bad day for me to be dying hard. That's good. I like that. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could, if you wanted to go for one of those sort of weird meta films, like that one that's about the Don Quixote film that went wrong, mm-hmm. you could have it about when they attempted to film Die Hard but it went wrong because it was a really shitty day <laughs> nice like rain on set that's it like it's just like oh it's snow so John McClane just got to have a cup of Bruce tea Bruce Willis is looking out yeah, of his trailer it. window as rain pours down <laughs> that's it so the whole film is about how when they the time they couldn't film Die Hard because it was a bad day nice yeah yeah okay or how about <laughs> I mean it's not as action I, mean, I, should, I should say mine was not as action packed yeah I like your one because there's that kind of... Yeah, um, John McClane like, trying to do things while you know picking the kids up from school. Car yeah, chasing. Yeah, yeah. You get a car chase on the way to the school. Oh, man, it's my dentist appointment. Yeah. yeah that kind of thing. He's like he's set aside... Because like, he's always dying hard, right? It's pretty nine to five, seven days a week. <laughs> See, on job. He's yeah, got yeah. a calendar and it's like yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, die hard. Exactly. And he's Thursday, set aside, off, set aside yeah. this day off, right? And he's going to get everything done. <laughs> he's got an appointment at the bank in the morning, going to remortgage his house because it costs an awful lot of money dying hard all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he's been out of work for so long. <laughs> So he set aside this day, mortgage advisor, you know, dentist, I'm going to do my tax return in the evening, I'm going to spend some quality time with the kids. And he does all of that whilst also dying hard. <laughs> sure. I think, I, I think that's fair. Yeah. Why, why is he, who's after him this time then? Uh, oh, that's a great question. It's a bad guy. It's a bad guy, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, what's <laughs> a good villain? Sorry, just for the, I don't think die hard appears in the films like as a phrase as much as it's going to appear in this one this oh, is such a I bad day, day to die hard I mean today. I've never seen number five because I don't think it's necessary but I reckon the whole film is just oh no I hope I don't die hard today <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's all that happens in that one isn't it uh, has, yeah. has there been Die Harder? Die mm. Hardest? You can't give it Die Hardest Dead Dead Harding <laughs> there's loads aren't there is Dead he a Wood? Tory MP? yeah he's in- <laughs> <laughs> I think he's in the Lords yeah absolutely <laughs> There you go, a bad day to die hard. I like what it. Is, just tell me, what is the worst day to die hard of the week? Uh, of the week? It's like Sunday would be a bummer. Because the transport. Yeah, yeah. If there's engineering works. <laughs> yeah. Nightmare. You'd be in real trouble. You, imagine also, on a rail replacement service. Yeah, imagine taking a taxi, the fare would be time and a half. Oh, yeah. Imagine taking your train fight onto the rail replacement service. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> they're in a, they're in a, they're, he's like chasing down the train carriages uh, and they pull into the last station. It's like, this train terminates here. <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck? They get off, they get on the bus, and then continue the chase up and downstairs the bus. That sounds great. I'm fully in for that film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. 
Or any bank holiday would be terrible to die hard on. Mm, Easter Sunday. What about this one from Lana? The holiday of the dead. I mean, what's this? Zom- like a zombie... So it's holiday park like a zombie butland. It's either zombies on holiday or it's zombies attack the film The Holiday with Jack Black, Jude Law. Oh, it would make yes. it so much more interesting if they were trapped inside that house and they had to fend off a zombie attack. <laughs> I think, I think that they're in that house and they don't make any reference to the zombies, but occasionally they're just at the windows. <laughs> <laughs> and then you could have one of them leaves to get something and is killed by a tree. Nice, like Evil Dead. Nice, and then comes back all possessed. Yeah, and oh. then the rest of them have to like fight them and cut their head off. Maybe one of them is, you know, the classic trope where one of them's been bitten, but they don't reveal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you spend the whole film wondering who's about to turn into a zombie. Who's in that? Jack uh, Black, Jack, and Cameron Diaz, or... isn't it? Cameron, Cameron Diaz, Diaz, Kate Winslet, Kate Winslet. Yeah, and you see other. There's another man in it. Another one. Jude Law. Is Jack, it Jude Black. Law? Jack Black and Jude Law. Yeah. Oh, is Jack Black right? I miss Jude Law. It's a good cast, isn't it? It's all right. Yeah, it's a terrible film. It's really boring. Yeah, it's just really boring. At what point in a zombie remake does Jack Black get to do some? Because <laughs> he has to. Some two or three minutes in. <laughs> yeah, I think he's got to do something like tear off one of their heads and then play it on their spleen or something. Yes, <laughs> you know, like yeah. on like a on, a on a zombie spleen. Because in the holiday, the holiday is the prime example of Jack Black not being Jack Black. And then them giving him his scene where they go, yeah, do you Jack Black? Because yeah. he's in a DVD rental shop and he's like doing the soundtracks to films. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best bit of the <laughs> film. <laughs> do you think he demanded that he do that bit? Pro- I think so. He's in yeah. the contract. He's like, where's the Jack Black bit in yeah. this yeah. bit? This Guys, you hired Jack Black. Yeah. <laughs> There's no Jack Black bit. Every Jack Black film has a Jack Black bit. On this film, it's the opening credits. He sings the opening credits. It's the holiday. <laughs> I, <laughs> what I'd like to see, I don't know if this is done before, is I'd like him to soundtrack the film but also be in the film while soundtracking it. <laughs> Has that been done? So he's walking over and he's like... like there'll be a scene that he's not in, but he's actually on the sofa like playing the guitar and stuff. It'd be quite good if the, every he's not actually in the film at all as a cast, but he's constantly behind whoever the lead cast member is singing enjoy wherever that. they travel. Yeah, I really he's enjoy just that. always just in the background, or you, you just catch half of him off camera singing. Will he be like a vocal hype man? Will he sing the end of other people's sentences? Why not? I... Would rather what I mean, so would anyone watch 90 minutes of Jack Black singing and moving his eyebrows than watch the holiday? Yeah, I'd, I'd almost watch him just not doing anything rather than the holiday. Yeah, I think if he was if he was just slowly decaying, in fact, that could be well, the is, day of sadly. the dead if he's just slowly. De- well, we all, we all are, oh, we I all are. Right yeah, now. it's not just Jack Black. <laughs> I am quite rapidly, like just right now, just today. Are you doing an intense bit just of decaying really today? Going for, I'm try, I'm doing, I forgot, I forgot to do three days in a row. Of decaying, oh no! So I'm now oh. having to speak hate, up a bit. I now. hate that. It's I a bad day to decay, isn't it? Absolutely. You are dying hard today. Yeah, really hard. But it's all right today. I've planned for it, so it's fine. Uh, Jack Black has to be the one that turns into a zombie, right? Out of them. Yeah, yeah. He'd be the best at being a zombie. Who survives? Do you think, do you think he'd be the best? Oh, but it'd be good for Jack Black to survive. Because mm. people wouldn't expect it. Like, Jude Law goes first. Everyone's like, what the fuck? He's yeah, the hunk. Yeah, Jude, Jude, Law, Jude Law could go first. Yeah. And there was, it was Windsor, isn't it, the other one? Yeah. She'd be a good zombie. She could be a good, terrifying zombie. Yeah, She's like a thespian zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd get all, like, serious and talk about drowning and boats and stuff I, don't, I can't remember what that's mostly Titanic what she does yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just assume that's what she you does can't remember what happened in Titanic I, just sort of, I, know the, <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you mate <laughs> it was very traumatic it was PTSD I've, I've got rid of it Tiernan um, watches it and when, when it hits the iceberg he's like what <laughs> What's going, I didn't expect this bit <laughs> damn not again it's <laughs> uh, holiday of the dead have you got another one what about this one the great Gatsby movie <laughs> oh, B movie jazz in both Lots of jazz in both of them. 
there? Do you know B movie? Yeah, it's a jazz in B movie. Isn't that there's that famous line from B movie that's a meme where he's like, Do you like jazz? That's the thing, isn't it? It's no, a famous I've, I've meme. Got no clue <laughs> whatsoever. It's a famous meme. Someone did like uh, you know those films where it's like the B movie but instead of it's just him saying, Do you like jazz? Sped uh, up. And there's like he says, do you like jazz? It's a thing. It's a meme from about two years ago, guys. I can't believe you're not keeping up to date with <sighs> Do they do like a BB King joke? I know that's blues, but it still feels like that's it's fine. Quite possibly. We could do that if, if they haven't. Okay, cool. Yeah. Save, it, save it for later, guys. Don't tell anyone. So the Great Gatsby movie. What's happening here? Uh, just for the record, Jane has actually suggested two. The other one's Pride, Prejudice and Zombies. Again, bees. She's, she's fixated with Is she bees. a beekeeper? <laughs> we talked about creepy crawly films recently. Um, and prior to recording this, Tiernan grabbed me by my collar. Pushed it was me that up, violent. It, was it that pushed violent. me up against the wall and was like, you're a fucking idiot, Joel. What? Weren't you? I mean, it was pretty much it was exactly those words. Because you guys, on, on a previous show, said that there were no, there'd been no Ant movies since Ants <gasps> or the Bugs Life. What about Ant-Man, guys? It's got Ant <sighs> in the title. We're pricks. Oh. It's ridic- there's tons of ants in there and there's a man who's like an ant and has the power of ants. It's, it's probably the biggest ant film of all time. It's so anty. It's uh, like an anti-film. This isn't the first time we've made a public apology on the podcast for something we got wrong. It's the first time <laughs> we've said it to the person who's complaining. <laughs> but we're sorry. You're yeah. right. Man, You're I nearly right. threw threw my headphones on the floor in <laughs> anger, stamped on my iPhone. What? Nearly didn't come here today. It was nearly. It was too much for me, man. Too much. That's really dumb of us, Joel. Yeah. Ant Man. Anyway, the Great Gatsby movie. Yeah, you won that one. Rather Jay- than what? Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Well, that's too confusing because you're combining Pride and Prejudice. With the zombies. Yeah. And then and also then with, what, zombie bees? Yeah. Yeah. But that's... There's a precedent in nature, isn't there, for, for insects to become zombified? You get the, you get the zombie ants, yeah. don't you? Because there's like a fungus that infects them and then makes them, uh, basically controls their brain. It's really horrible. Like, but I don't um, think you get bees. The fish. There's a similar thing that gets into a fish, like a stickleback's brain. Oh, yeah, and it and it makes on it their swim, tongue, doesn't it? And it makes like... it swim. No, no, no. So it makes... So it incubates inside this fish, and when it becomes too big for the fish, it makes the fish swim out of cover so that a bird will eat it so that it can then infect the bird. That's really terrifying. Isn't that mad? And then does something eat the bird and then get infected? We and something eat, eat the that, bird. And then eventually you've got, like, a crazy elephant. <laughs> crazy elephant! Like, yeah. Yeah. Wow, man, that's terrifying. And then if the elephant meets a blue whale... That the, oh, it's man. the end of the world. Apparently, that the world will end. The world that ends is... when the biggest animal becomes zombified. Yeah, that would be terrifying. Well, yeah, because at the moment, blue whales just eat tiny little plankton. If they went for brains, oh man, imagine! Oh that. man, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> they're, they're like coming up to the the beaches trying to eat humans. Yeah, like when they're beached, like and people are like trying to roll them back in the sea, they're just like biting arms off. <laughs> <laughs> they sound like zombies. Whale song sounds Hang like on. zombies. <laughs> zombies of the sea. Rains. <laughs> That's it. It's a whole man blue planet. Those guys are lucky to have survived. <laughs> they could have all got done. David Attenborough. David Attenborough could be infected. That's I why reckon. he's lived so long. End of the Titanic, couple of whales under there just sweeping up the people that are in the water. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. See? That's why it's so hard to remember. I'm so confused. I don't know where we are anymore. Zombie, zombies. Zombies? The Great Gatsby's. <laughs> the Great Gatsby has to fight off zombies <laughs> with all his fancy jazz walking. Because it's, it's the only thing that will... I, can't, I don't know what's happening. Have you seen Gatsby. The Great Gatsby? No, I've never read it either. His <laughs> secret weapon It's mostly about jazz how he jazz walks. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I was hoping. It's to- Toby Maguire, isn't it? Yeah. Just doing ja- he jazz walks in Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man 3 and it's the worst he thing does. about... Like, that ruins yeah. the entire and film. Yeah. You've got to assume that the people that cast The Great Gatsby hadn't seen Spider-Man 3, because if they'd seen him do his previous jazz walk-in... <laughs> they'd have gone, no They wouldn't have let no anyone near it. 
That no, is true. No, that they, is true. In the audition, they were very apprehensive, and he had to reassure them that he's done a lot of practicing of jazz walking since. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's been training day in, day out. In between that film, he did about the horse or whatever it was. Jazz oh, walking yeah. on a sea biscuit. Sea biscuit. Yeah. That's it. Did that have jazz? <laughs> did that have jazz in it? Because horses uh, do jazz dancing, don't they? In that Olympic thing, <laughs> when you get a, on a horse and you make them do all jazzy steps. Yeah, Tim, and everyone's like, you, "Look at my jazzy horse." Are you trying to suggest that there's some sort of conspiracy theory that all Tobey Maguire films have jazz? In <laughs> I would, I really would hope that's the case. And if they, if they haven't got that, I would like to see that from now on. <laughs> and I'd like to get to a point where Tobey Maguire's like, "Please, can I just do something else?" Like, no, you have to do the jazz in this World War One drama that we're doing. You have to do the jazz walking. You know those videos that you see on the internet that um, are. Jazz- like, walking videos <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah of like superhero fitness regimes and stuff they're all all over no do you not what? it's like oh. why do superheroes need fit because they like they're just all like yeah. Jason, yeah. Jason anyway. Momoa like had to do this crazy these videos are directly linked to your search history <laughs> Do you guys not? Search? Yeah, we're not, we're not getting served up Jason Momoa's also, superhero workout. Like, I'm really bothered by this because like superheroes don't need to do a workout because they're superheroes, and that's kind of like no, the actors. Got, yeah, but then don't call it a superhero workout. Sorry, yeah. Call it like an actor who plays Buffed a superhero. Up. Because I feel like that's deceiving. Like if I want to see Aquaman do a workout, I expect it to be like 400 feet under sea where he's fighting a zombie blue whale. Like, come on, give us some. You know. Yeah, you don't want Aquaman doing lengths. That's it. It's, yeah, boor- it's that really boring. Be, that would be rubbish. It really just feels like it, it shatters the dream. It ruins the illusion. In a world where superheroes exist, do you think they're on Instagram and are vain enough to post workout videos and selfies in front of the mirror after? Bolting? I think some and some. Like Iron Man's obviously going to be on all the social medias. Yeah, and I reckon like Spider Man takes photos anyway. As yeah, bugger, but like clearly you do some from like hanging upside down. Like you'd get some good angles and yeah. some good lighting, yeah. wouldn't you? You'd do you some would, good... yeah. The filters you put on those. Absolutely, man. He's yeah. got to be careful, though, because he's a professional photographer by day, so if the photos are too similar, they might work it out through that. Well, I think, well, I think he's a other... professional photographer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, yeah, we know who that is, then. <laughs> the only professional photographer in New York. <laughs> that is yeah. true. That is yeah. true. I'd be more, I'd, the link they're more likely to make is when they see Spider-Man jazz walking. Uh, <laughs> that's true. He's, he's just got too many jazz walking gifts going on. <laughs> <laughs> Here's me Charleston again. <laughs> Hang on, there's only other one guy in this city yeah. that jazz walks. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Uh, I've got one from Martin here, which is just Kaplunk the movie. Oh, man. <laughs> Martin's asking a lot of us. I'd like that to be a giant building where, like, aliens are pulling out bit of it by <laughs> oh. bit, and people have to try and keep the building up for as long as possible. I like oh, that. Oh, no, that's Jenga, isn't it? Fuck. Mm, it's close enough. No, so to ka- give the Kaplunk element, there is there is a really valuable thing at the top of the building yeah. that they need yes, to get to the bottom it. safely whilst these aliens are pulling out in a weird way. Because Kaplunk's no. the sticks. Yeah, but the aim the of, <laughs> so the the aim of Kaplunk is to the keep the ball in there. So you've got to keep the ball at the top. Yeah. So the aliens are pulling bits out and they're yeah. like... We're putting we sticks in to keep them yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> up high because it has to stay up high because it's radioactive. You know, you, you know everyone here knows how to play Kaplunk, right? Yeah, you've got to pull the sticks out and to keep the ball in the top. Then. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> but the, the problem is there's a lot of games that involve pulling things out and stopping things falling over do you know the, what I mean the problem is yeah Jenga yeah. Jenga Kablunk. Kablunk, that's it that's two yeah, that's, a lot. that's a lot of that's them that's more than one yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm going for a very you, vague version of a lot but you didn't promise us numbers at the beginning um what is the alien's motivations to pull out the bits of the building but also keep the thing at the top? That's what that's what no, I'm no, 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 no. Because is it going to have sticks in it? Because if it sticks, maybe the aliens need like toothpicks. Maybe they're really big, they need toothpicks. <laughs> yeah. Um, or they need like, maybe they're doing like a big cheese and pineapple porcupine uh, hedgehog thing for their, for their, it's not porcupine, it's a hedgehog for their party. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, there's a load of sticks on that planet Earth. Let's go and get them. Holding up that and device. everyone's like, you can't take those sticks. It's holding up the sacred ball. <laughs> and then like everyone's, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if there's aliens taking six, we can have a sacred ball. Is this part of the film universe that Battleship took place in? Yeah, yeah, it's part of the board game universe. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't there a Tetris film? Or there was going to be, wasn't there? It was yeah, just someone owns, I think someone actually owns the rights to it. And, like, Monopoly and all that kind of jazz. I'm fairly... Wow. Well, yeah, Hasbro. Sorry. No, but Hasbro aren't going to make the movie, are they? Or is it Mattel? M- MB aren't going to go into the Hollywood business. Lego managed it. I mean, I know... Boggle the movie. But you sort of... I'd like, I'd like MB to try and do it. Trivial Pursuit, the movie. What was the game of life? Was that was that MB? I love the game of life. Yeah, man, be a winner at the game of life. Yeah, have a car. Have a, get a car, have a baby, wasn't it? But That'd the, make a great. <laughs> yeah, the, the goal of the goal of the game of life is to have a relatively mundane life. It's yeah. just live as good life as possible. Best, but then so, you could have, like, sort of Bruce Willis in Bad Day to Die Hard. <laughs> he's trying to have a mundane life and win the game of um, life. But ah, oh, no, aliens are putting sticks out of a building. Aliens <laughs> with sticks, yeah, and zombie whales. I, I quite like the idea of a board game universe. Yeah, we'll have a, so Cluedo's, Cluedo is a film. No, it's called Clue. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a film called Clue, which is risk. a mystery. You can have Risk. I mean, that's a lot of films, I suppose, isn't it? Yep. That's a lot of films already. And um, Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> There's I Gotta Get My Whole Cheese <laughs> and oh, my, oh, my Whole Pizza. So, yeah, so it's a man who's got to get an entire wheel of cheese that's been separated across the continents and he needs through to Through riddles. <laughs> yeah, through riddles and questions. Yeah. Guardians have got each piece <laughs> and he'll only get past with various riddles. You have I to have like a sphinx it. in there. There's always a sphinx when there's a riddle. Well, that's Kaplunk the movie. Thanks. Have you got another film for us, John? What about this one from Mike? Full Metal Jacket Potato. <laughs> oh, wow. Someone's cooked it with the foil on. <laughs> they've got a mouthful of... in the microwave, of, yeah. I hope. Um, no, they're not mad. <laughs> and they've forgotten to take the foil off. Thanks. That's quite good. And also, and if it's in a wartime situation, yep. people assume it's some sort of bomb. No, I'm and liking so this. so it's causing a, a widespread panic because yeah. there's this kind of me- unknown metal object mm-hmm. that seems to steam is coming off it. Yeah. And they don't know what's yeah. going on. <laughs> and there's some crackling. They're like, could yeah. this explode? And they have to call in all the team. And it's a, and then eventually when they find out it's just potato, they have to find the person who did that. And he has to go on, uh, he or she has to go on the run. 
uh, or <laughs> and uh, and they have to gain a, a, an alias. Uh, they have to try and pretend they're someone that's never eaten potatoes. And they don't how do you even do know that? What potato is it's tricky, isn't it? But that's that's what I mean. How do they do that? <laughs> Tune in, right? Go see the film. How do you pretend you've never had a potato before? The worst part is, Joe. It's an inconvenient day. It was a bad day for him to die. <laughs> <hard. laughs> Can't um, believe it. Full Metal Jacket, yeah, a classic. Yeah, Jacket Potato, a dinner classic. <laughs> I think it's a great. I think it's great. Double classic. Full Metal Jacket's the Kubrick one. Yeah. What's oh, Apocalypse Now is the not Kubrick one. It's the uh, a platoon. Coppola is another one. Sorry, right. So the interesting thing about Full Metal Jacket is it's very much a film of two halves. There's like a jacket potato. <laughs> is what think? you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> How is a jacket potato a thing of two halves? Because you cut it in two halves and you put... <laughs> yeah. like, how would you put cheese on it? Hang on, John, I've got some serious questions about how you prepare and <laughs> eat jacket potatoes. Do you just potatoes. like cheese eat it like an apple? <laughs> <laughs> do you just like get... Num, 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 I just have this jacket potato and you... Or do you it, slice like, it? Or do you put a straw in it and try really hard <laughs> to suck out all the insides? And why does this hurt so much? <laughs> John, John, talk us through. Talk in a fair bit of detail how you prepare and eat a jacket potato. You know that, unfortunately, the truth is that I just didn't understand the, the concept. I thought it was like... Have you never <laughs> had a, pot- a potato before? Because if so, we have got a role for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I thought when you said it's, it's a, like a di- dish of two halves, I thought you meant like the cons- the consumption of it was in two halves. So yeah, you have is. like a savoury half and yeah. then you have a dessert half. <laughs> like, they're called, like they're... A dessert potato. <laughs> so you have this half with cheese means this half with custard. <laughs> yeah, whipped cream. <laughs> That's what they did with pasties, isn't it? In the mines. What? Yeah, pasties. Oh yeah, right, okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right, I was before you said in the mines, I was thinking like it was some sort of Greg's thing yeah. that they were doing. Cornish pasty company, if you're hungover. Lovely <laughs> meal pasty. <laughs> so full metal, full metal jacket potato. Oh, I mean, we're no does he these. fight in Vietnam? <laughs> does it wait who the potato <laughs> or the guy that doesn't know about potatoes? <laughs> Is the potato a war vet? Ignoring mics, there's a fun idea in a just full metal jacket, like a man is in a war field. Isn't that Iron Man? We've just yeah, yeah that is Iron oh, Man. Yeah. Iron Man, yeah, or any film about knights. Full metal outfit. <laughs> it's yeah. just like first night. Yeah, you're right. You could have a full metal jacket potato if you, the potato could be a war veteran, and like he's really like well known and loved as being a potato that saved everyone. But then someone tries to bake him, and that becomes a hostage thing. And the potato's got people have to try and save. The potato. Yeah, if you so, don't, I'm turning up the oven by two degrees for every minute, you don't get the money to me. So that's, that's it, yeah, yeah. We're anthropomorphizing potatoes. Yeah, man. Is that Mr. Potato Head? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Potato Head is a Vietnam War oh. hero. <laughs> I lost my eye. <laughs> yeah, and he's. Oh, got, here it is. <laughs> he's, <laughs> and he's full metal jacket because he's had so many, like, body parts replaced with metal pieces. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is like an iron potato. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be amazing. I like this film a lot more now. Yeah, so yeah, do I. Yeah, definitely. I'm up for this. Should we move on to ours? Let's pitch. So at this point, Tina, we're going to pitch you our ideas. Okay. Um, and they will be invariably much worse than the ones you've just heard. All right, I'm looking forward to this. Who wants? Should I go first? Yeah. So mine's um, Buffalo, 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 <laughs> Buffalo, Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo. The movie. <laughs> I think I see it as like a Pixar thing. Sure. Yeah. So it's a buffalo goes to the place buffalo yeah. to bully a buffalo yep. who's from the place he's buffalo. He's from the place yeah. buffalo, yeah. Oh, so the original buffalo isn't from buffalo. Well, watch the film. No, because he can't be, because why would he go to <laughs> buffalo? Aren't there two places called buffalo? That's the whole point There's of the buffalo, buffalo, buffalo. buffalo. The original buffalo is from somewhere called buffalo. It's another place called buffalo. Why would they have a buffalo beef? 
Uh, <laughs> hey, come on. We're having that, aren't we? Very good question. What's their beefalo? <laughs> I, why would, Tin, and why would two buffalo fall out? <laughs> Long because, distances. Because they're both campaigning for their area to be called buffalo. They want theirs to be the <gasps> buffalo capital. Nice. They want theirs to be the big buffalo. And, and the other one's like, no, we're the biggest buffalo. This and is like being you, on the... Haven't you heard? And then like, they have some big fight. Yeah, yeah. 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 This, this is a bit like being on the Today programme, isn't it? I can imagine John Humphrey saying, Tiernan, why would two buffaloes fall out? <laughs> and then I'd have to not actually answer the question. Like, the thing is, <laughs> lots of people do like buffaloes and they are important to society, buffaloes, but it's a lot of money catering for buffaloes. And so there is no easy solution to the buffalo problem, but we will endeavour to do something that pleases all sides. <laughs> That's good. We're listening That's... to lots of buffaloes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it is it like um uh Pink Floyd where they've got two touring bands? It's like, you know, I can't think of their names. Roger Walters and the other one. They're touring at the same time. So you've got like Buffalo's Buffalo and then you've got the original Buffalo from Buffalo. <laughs> wow. You could also like what if you had the story of a young buffalo who's been named after all his grandparents? Buffalo. <laughs> so he's called Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. Well, they're just middle buffalo, names. Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his parents were really unoriginal, but we're like, we want a name. Yeah, yeah. your father, Buffalo, and his father before him, Buffalo. And oh, then yeah. he's like, I want to be called Jim or something. And then it's his like battle to change family tradition. It's like a courtroom drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Buffalo called Jim. We need go. to teach the kids about. Stuff like that, I guess. What's what stuff? <laughs> no, just the right to change your name. <laughs> Kids, that's really important stuff you need to know, right? There are buffaloes out there who are being called the names they want. <laughs> and this is not right. Kids, kids sit down. <laughs> it's time to I learn assume... a hard lesson about life. <laughs> I assume Tiernan's against this concept. If you were in the film, you'd be one of the haters because you seem obsessed with nominative determinism with the whole like Lawrence Fishburne and Fox stuff yeah you want him to st- stay as Buffalo not be Jim I don't know man I also like an under Buffalo uh, <laughs> it's not an under, you know like, it's, I, if, if they can win me over with the story then I would still support his cause you'll be the conflicted also he'd one. still have Buffalo as a surname Jim Buffalo yeah Jim Buffalo it sounds like a good bourbon you play you're a what animal would you like to be in this animated film um, I'm trying to think what would be appropriate to a Buffalo's uh Buffalo's what life are like I'll, I'll be a prairie that... dog or something oh yeah a lovely oh yeah that's yeah, good yeah. so you're a prairie dog and you're his best mate and you're against the change but at the end you come round because you just want you just want Jim to be happy in his skin his yeah. hide yeah I like that and what's the prairie dog called dog 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 <laughs> yeah, dog 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 oh! yeah yeah dog 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> dog dog sounds like something from the 90s isn't it <laughs> hey, this is dog 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 it's like a Nickelodeon cartoon isn't it <laughs> John, like what's yours? I'm a big fan of the uh, the hood films. Kid out hood, adult hood, brotherhood, boys in the hood. Robin Hood. Robin Hood, <laughs> Little Red Riding Hood. Where do you think we can take the hood franchise? Oh, uh, Neighbourhood. Neighbourhood's all right. Yep. Knighthood. Knighthood. Oh, boyhood. Boy, sorry, Boyhood would be one of the ones that already exists. Yeah. How do we get Robin Hood, the kid from Boyhood, the guys from the trilogy... Boys in the Hood and Little Red Riding Hood knighted. Oh, wow. God, I don't really know which That was too with many that. people, yeah, wasn't that it? Was, that was a lot <laughs> to process. What about? It's kind of like Shrekky, isn't it? Apart from the like, there's more like gang stuff. 
remember there being quite want a lot of gangster issues in Kidhood or yeah. know, those films to be resolved by Robin Hood, who comes into <laughs> the sort of um, disadvantaged communities mm. in Tune order to it. stop all the violence between young people with his awesome archery skills and feathered cap. Thank yeah. you so Tight much. Cool. And as a result, everyone gets knighted. Yeah, because they, they cleaned up the community and brought milk back to the youth centre, um, <laughs> which is what they're crying out for. It's absolutely what everyone needs. All of this was true and correct, and thank you so much, Tim. Uh, one thing he didn't mention is that it's the animated fox from the Disney. Made the best one. Yeah, yeah. It's the best. That's what I want because you know, like Disney have bought Twenty First Century Fox. Yeah. I want them to change the logo to the Disney fox from Robin Hood. Is it I all? Think- hang on, is it also the fox that wrapped in the earlier film that we pitched? Because that would appeal to the kids. Oh, man. Let's just bring this fox in more <laughs> stuff. He can be in Holiday Against Zombies. Hang on. Fantastic Mr. Fox and Beats and Where to Find Them. Uh, yeah, close Whoa. enough. Played by Redman. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Eddie Redman. Redman. Okay. <laughs> Someone's going to have a difficult job photoshopping Eddie Redman together. <laughs> um, oh, man, I'm so... Wait. I had a point. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I was going to say it was, but it felt tense. So I was excited. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It felt like John had suddenly realised that, like, maybe everything he does is kind of futile, didn't it? It felt like that was it. Like that was the end of John. Like he would now become a a Buddhist monk, and I'd have to like try and recruit you to do this podcast. (laughs) Sorry, guys, and just walk out and never speak to anyone ever again. But you wouldn't be able to say sorry, guys, because you'd have to leave, and we'd have to assume what your life would be. And then it would be like another, and then people say, oh, that's another great film. We're like, no, it's John's life. Yeah, it's actually, <laughs> guys, actually, please, can you help us find John? That's actually John's life. <laughs> Finding John Harris. No, I have to keep all of this in. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. As a monk. <laughs> Speaking as a monk. <laughs> uh, whilst I'm practicing my monkery. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know I the I wish internet's. the term was monkery, man. <laughs> what, are these, what are these guys up to? Some crazy monkery. <laughs> <laughs> the Shaolin Buddhist just doing some monkery. So mid monkery, some ninjas appear, and mm-hmm. it's just not the right day for me. <laughs> just could have done without it. Can you wait till Thursday? Right, Tiernan. Frankly, um, this week's episode. We're is- sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, at this point, we'd ask you to suggest which you thought was the best one, but it's all kind of been just one big film. Yeah, so I'm I mean, not can't sure. we merge them all into a three-part trilogy? We get Peter Jackson directed. Each film can be like five hours long, with twelve endings. I'm into it. Fifteen hours of a, a rapping fox. Is yeah, it- absolutely. What you could do is you could have the you could have the first one as Fantastic Beats. Yeah. But in the end, during the credits, there's like a little clip of a zombie blue whale. <laughs> and like two minutes on. Yeah. And then the second one's the holiday zombie thing, so you know zombies are coming. Yeah. And then in the in the break of that, there's like a little clip of some guys in hoods. Uh, yeah, with a buffalo. Like, yeah, with a buffalo. <laughs> a buffalo in a hood. Playing <laughs> And there's something going on. And then the third film is all the hoods, but then all the zombie people come in, and then the blue whale emerges, and then they've got to uh, have some fantastic. Like, basically, it all comes yeah. together like Avengers, Avengers Infinity Buffalo. And Bruce Willis is in it. Yeah. Always, but it constantly going, nah, not today. <laughs> Guys, oh, all day. Today. today of all days. Oh, yippee Kai, oh no. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Thank you, Tiernan. Thanks for having that me. That was lots of fun. Now you can like, you can plug your wares and stuff now. No, so. I don't have any wares. Oh, no, wait, no, I do. Otherwise I'd be naked, wouldn't I? Um, I'm, defi- I'm wearing <laughs> we some jeans. We didn't want to mention it. <laughs> uh, and that's it. 
my wares. I do lots of things. Listen to my podcast. It's called Partly Political Broadcast, and all I do is complain about the world, but with jokes in it. And then I talk to clever people um, all about the politics. Um, and otherwise, um, oh, my new comedy special is about to be on nextupcomedy.com, which is a really good website for UK comedy specials, and that's going to come out at some point awesome. this week. Yeah, that's it's exciting. called Miserably Happy, so check that out. We will too. link to all of that in the bio of this show and we'll tweet about it and all that kind of jazz as well was that the one you recorded at 2 North Down it was indeed I was there so I can verify that it was a very very good show I didn't know you were there thanks for coming that's nice that's the guy who boos at 30 minutes (laughs) (laughs) he's the one that threw stuff he's the one that walked out in silence and we didn't know why the lights went off halfway through the show. Yeah, there was a really we've edited that out, oh. but it was really weird. I know I kind of wanted to leave it in, but it just would have been really boring for viewers yeah. to not see anything. All the lights went out for no, like the whole Whoa. building had a power cut for like just for like two minutes in the middle, and then uh, it was very weird. You sure you went at a gong show? Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe they got hang on, you've done half an hour. Get off. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the greatest gong show ever if you managed half an hour, wouldn't it? That'd be pretty. You'd pretty much smash it. <laughs> I did, years ago, I, I won it three times, and then I felt like a king, and then I lost it three times, and I was like, I need to leave now because I've I've balanced out. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't lose it more times than I've won it. That would be. You were neutral at that point. Yeah, that's it. I've essentially never gonged <laughs> now as a result. Oh, same. We've we've, we've never gonged. Gong. So there you go. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. And on that note, <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And that brings us to the end of the show. And what fun it was. And we know it's the end of the show because there is a rat-tat-tat at the studio door and who else could it be other than Eddie Redman? Oh, mate, no, no, it's not a good day to die hard today. No, no, no. Do yep. Um, I bet he's heard that a lot. You reckon? Yeah. No, no one's ever thought that before. Oombop actually doesn't sound as close to do yet as I remember now. <laughs> now that I've said them next to each other. I don't think anyone's done that before. I mean, he's going to listen. He'll let us know. Tiernan is a lovely man. Fact. That's all I want to say on the matter. Yeah? I rate him. I yeah, respect top, him. Uh, all the respect. Yeah. I, all I, the props. I've got no respect left, so I've given it all to Tiernan. Yeah. He's a good egg. How many eggs do you think you have a week? Uh, this what? is a good question. I want to shame someone right now. A friend of yours and mine, Jack Clarament, yeah, is currently eating eight egg mayo sandwiches a week. That's not right, is it? What? And he's eating his first one at about seven a.m. every day. What? How are you feeling about that bit of information? Eight, eight a week. Eight egg mayos a week. Does and he ma- in the week, he's eating them at around. No, he doesn't make them. He's, they're shop bought. <laughs> you know, like he hasn't got some sort of factory set up. <laughs> you know how you see on Instagram people like batch cooking for the week, <laughs> just boiling twelve vats of egg mayo. <laughs> Uh, but that's a problem, isn't it? Do you, you eat eight of anything a week? I probably eat eight eggs in total a week. I'm quite an you love egg an egg? heavy man. Yeah. But, I mean, once I had four eggs in the same breakfast, and I th- I thought that was that's the line, I think, for. <laughs> yeah. Decided, yeah. Four what, was, in what form? I can't remember. Or omelette, surely. You're not having four poached eggs. <laughs> I. That, that would be madness. Right. I think I might have. I, right, so I was hungry, but I didn't want to have too much bread. So I had four, boi- eggs on egg. four boiled eggs 
and soldiers made from one piece of toast. I hate that. <laughs> I was having to be so sparing with the That's bread. awful. Why did you do that to yourself? <sighs> oh, I don't have too much bread, so I'll be healthy. <laughs> Just <the> four <laughs> boiled eggs. Is that not, is that not right? Is that... I think, I think low carb, high rock, protein, bare gains. Part of the rocks regime, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's egg mayo. What's your uh, what's your general view on eggs? Big fan. It took me a little while to come round to them, though. I like didn't really eat eggs until like late teens, yeah. and then I thought these are great. I, and I would like them. I, there's not a form I won't take an egg in, but not eight egg mayo sandwiches a week. Oh, uh, egg mayo. No, I'll tell you why. Because of the sandwiches. Why eight out of the interest? I can't work it out. Oh, you not... must have, uh, why? Because ten would make sense. Breakfast and lunch every weekday. Uh, I, I think there's a there's a double day in there somewhere. Oh, so he's having one every day and yeah. then on Sunday he treats himself to two. <laughs> yeah, it goes... Like for dinner, like a Sunday roast, he has an extra one. <laughs> I'm genuinely really worried about his health. That can't be where we end this episode. <laughs> <laughs> why not? An intervention. Yeah, Jack, Jack, stop eating egg mayo sandwiches. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then... You'll be the best listener.